That's awesome. Now, I want us to look at this movie and learn how, through Spider-Man, how we can imitate Jesus inside out. And, um, you know, this guy, he was, you know, as uh, appearances can deceive, during the day, Spider, uh, this Peter Parker was just a normal young man, but in the night, he was uh, a local community hero. He was a Spider-Man hero, and he was fighting some low crime levels and protecting his community uh, throughout uh, from those crime levels. And, and, and this shows so much about how we can do some local tasks and as, as Christians today. How we can start where we are. All right? The Bible encourages us so much from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1 and, and, and verse, verse 8. From Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Jesus is saying to his disciples that, but you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the world. Now, look at uh, the example. Jesus, the great superhero of all time, he had trained his disciples, and after training them, after three years of training, was going back to heaven. And who was Jesus living? The disciples to go all over the world. And these guys had learned so much from Jesus. They had learned so much and they were so geared to go and win the whole world. And to be on the map of the world so that everyone would know that these guys had moved with Jesus. But you know what? Jesus, before he could go, he said that, hey, I know you want so much to be all over the world. I know you want so badly to go and everyone know about you. But you know what? You have to start where you are. You have to start in Jerusalem. You have to wait. You have to unnest your power. You have to win your community. You have to save your community. You have to be planted where you are. Before you could go to Samaria, before you could go all over the world, you have to start where you are. So learn from this guy, Spider-Man, he had to start by saving his community. He had to start from his community and fight crime levels in his community and just save his community. You know, most of the time when we are talented, when we are gifted, we feel like, oh, my gift is just so big for the local church. I want, I want to be international. I want to go all over. And our mind is so much adjusted to the world knowing us, to us becoming champions over the world. That's good and that's not bad. You know what? You have to start where you are. You have to start where God has planted you. You have to find how your gift can be utilized, how your gift can benefit your local church, how what God has put inside of you can become a blessing in your community. God has sent us to our communities. Say amen to that. He has sent us to our communities to go and save the communities, to go and win the communities for Jesus. Before we could go over the TVs, over the world, over and win the whole world to God, we have to start one step at a time. All right? One step at a time. Start where you are. Be planted in the house of the Lord. Serve the Lord where you are in the church. Serve the Lord in your families, in your communities. How do you feel in your heart when your families do not know Christ? Do you say like, yeah, these guys, they are going to feel when the great hero comes, Jesus. They are going to hell or they are going to be punished or I don't care about them. Or you feel like here is an opportunity for me to win somebody to the Lord. 
How do you feel when your community is not living up right? How do you feel when something is not going on well in church? Do you look at them and say like, yeah, I know they can do it. I know I can only do it better because I've got this super strength in me. Or you feel like this young Peter Parker who was like, I have to fight crime levels in my community. There's just that ability, just that attitude with him to start where he was. This man also had a dream of joining the Avengers team. Of becoming a famous, popular guy known all over the world. But you know what? In this Spider-Man, greatness starts with becoming a servant. Isn't that true with us? Greatness starts with becoming a servant. Greatness starts with saving people around you. Greatness starts with using your abilities and your, your, your skills in the church where God has planted you. Greatness starts with you becoming relevant to your community and to your families. Before God can expose you all over the world, you have to start where you are. And this was Jesus' caution to his disciples. He says that start in Jerusalem before you could go to Samaria, before you could go to the whole world, start in Jerusalem. This applies to you and me to start where we are, to start where we are. What are you using? What are you doing with the gifts that God has given you? Some of you can really sing, but what are you doing with your singing skill? Some of you can play instruments. Some of you are good at technology. And some of you are good at serving and hosting. But maybe you may be like, no, it's not yet my time. I want to tell you that the time that God has given you is now. And you have to use your gifts, your abilities, your super strength, your skills, where you are in your community, where you are in your local church. Be a hero right there. Do you know that God has given us superpowers? The Bible says in, in Mark chapter 16, verse 16, Jesus says that all authority or all power has been given to me from heaven. On heaven in, from heaven and on earth, all power has been given to me. And you know what he says? I give it to you. I am going. I don't need it. It's so plenty where I'm going. You need it more, so I give to you. You are superheroes with superpowers, spiritual powers given to you. By the power of the Holy Spirit has given us gifts. He has given us abilities. He has given us skills. And we as Christians are filled with superpowers from on high. God has given us the power of the Holy Spirit. But we have to start where we are. We have to save our communities. We have to save in our local churches. So this guy amazes me. And he was there and saving his people and fighting crimes, fighting bad and using his power for good. That's what God wants us to do, us to do even today. To stand up out and be able to win the world back to God. You know, as, as a superhero... You also need a team. This guy, uh, 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 Peter Parker, he also, uh, uh, he also needed to be in a team. He needed friends. He needed to work together. You know, most of the time, uh, what you want to do is, okay, I've got this ability. And the temptation is so high of us working alone, of us showing off to the world. But you know what? You are stronger when you are in a team. You are stronger when you are in a team. Jesus was a superhero. Do you know that Jesus could win the whole world just by himself? Do you know that he's so powerful that, such that he is God and 
time is not limited and space is not limiting on him. He can do everything just by himself with his super strength. But he needed a team of about 12 and 120 that started up his team and started up the first church. He needed to work with a team and within the team, the church grew. The church has spread and up to now, the church is going on. What makes you think you can do it alone? It's a deception of the world that you are stronger and you can do better because you are the only one who is talented. But you know what? You need to have a backbone. So this young man, Peter Parker, the Spider-Man, he needed a team. He needed a friend. He needed the team to be able to work. If God has granted you ability and skill, you are stronger in a team. You become stronger and use your gift to its best level when you work in a team. You cannot do it alone. Just like our master Jesus, our superhero Jesus, he needed a team. He needed his disciples. He, he made up, he came up a team. You know, you know, the world today has just so much deception thinking that you can only become famous alone. And, and you know, you don't need anyone to know your skills. You don't need anyone to know. In Christianity, we can win the world together. When we are united, we are able to win the world for the Lord. We are able to bring the lost back to the Lord. We are able to win this world and make Christ relevant when we work together as a team. We need one another. We need one another. You need your friend, and the friend needs you. We need to stand together. The churches today needs to be united. Communities need to be united for the purpose of saving the loss, of bringing back people to the Lord. You know, in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3, the Bible is, is saying, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility... Consider others better than yourself. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interest of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ. Your attitude should be the same as that of what? Of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus was a hero. Like we've said, Jesus had, uh, was had spiritual power. Jesus is a savior. But his attitude was that of a servant. His attitude was that of a team player. His attitude was that of putting other people first. His attitude was that of loving, caring, compassionate. It was kindness. He was full of every good thing that we can think about. And he did not end that for his own benefit, not out of selfish ambition, not of that, um, that the world should know him and only him, but he worked within the team. He raised up the disciples. He mentored others. He made others to become great people. And he was not selfish to the extent that when he was going back to heaven, he gave his power to the people. In John, the Bible, John 21, the Bible says that before he went, he breathed to his disciples and he said, receive the power. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that he breathed, to the, he breathed and breathed with the breath of life and said, receive he the power. Receive he the Holy Spirit. His mind was so much that his team should function, should become stronger. And he said, the world will know you by your love for one another. 
The world would know that you are mine when you are united. The world would know that you belong to God when you work together. The communities will be saved when we work together. The nation will be stronger when we work together. Families will stand up strong when we work together as a team. We need one another. We need one another. Let us use the gifts that God has given to us in a team together. Together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has given us great powers from on high. He has filled us with super strength, with super power. As hero as we are together today, we need one another in order for us to make it relevant, to be relevant in our world today. We need one another. Just ask yourself a question. Uh, what am I doing with the skills that God has given me? Am I functioning alone or am I raising up a team? That's why I love so much in open church that um, uh, every person, every leader, or every individual is encouraged to be able to transfer what is in them to another person. To pass on what they know to another person so that that person is able to do it even better than we can do, than you can do. We need one another. We need to raise up teams. We need to empower others. We need to wake up and function together as a team. Do not listen to what the world says that you can do it alone. You can do better alone. We need one another. We need to rise up as united force, as a church, as a team, in order for us to go over, to go on, and win the world back to the Lord. We have to imitate Jesus by working together as a team. We have to imitate Jesus by working together as a team. This uh, Peter Parker, the Superman, the, the Spider-Man was had all the power, had all the strength within him. But you know what? He needed his own stock. He needed the Iron Man to train him up, to mentor him up. He needed his friend to watch his back. Who are you working with? Who are you laying, laying your, your life down for? Who are you raising up? Who are you transferring what is in you in? We need one another. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor that we need one another. Yes, let's try that again. We need one another. Yes, we can only be strong and work together when we are working as a team. When we get working. They say that united we stand and divided we scatter, we fall. We need one another. Another thing that we are learning from uh, 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 this uh, Spider-Man is his attitude of being a servant. His attitude of just being able to save others. Uh, when he had finished, uh, like the example you get from Jesus in John chapter three, 13 verse 12, Jesus he washed his servants, uh, his disciples' feet. The Bible says that uh, in John chapter 13 verse 12, when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, for that what I am. Now that I'm your Lord and teacher, have washed your, your, have you washed you? You should also do the same to one another. Wash one another's feet. I've set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth. No servant is greater than his master. No messenger is greater than the one who sent him. 
Jesus here is illustrating a point to us that we need to save one another. We need to wash one another's feet. We need to lay our lives down for one another. As I have laid down my life for you, Jesus says, you should lay your lives for one another. Lay your lives down for one another. Save one another. And in verse 17, Jesus says that, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Okay? You will be blessed if you do them. If you lay your life for one another, if you save one another, the one another's commandment is so important in the Christian dome. We have to save one another. We have to work together. We have to go on there and work and save one another and save the world and bring back the lost for Jesus Christ. The communities need us. I'm reminded of a scripture that says, the world is waiting in expectation for the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. The world is waiting for you and me. But if we do not learn to lay our lives down like Jesus did, we may not be able to save communities for Jesus. We may not be able to save communities for, for the Lord. One thing that I, I also that interests me, I, I, I love so much, is what Tony Stock says to this young man about believing in himself. The Iron Man saying to Spider-Man that you need more than what you see. You have, you have to have more than what you see. <laughs> if you are nothing without the suit, then you don't need to have it. If you are nothing without the suit, then you don't need it. Uh, Spider-Man wanted so much to be like Tony Stark, the Iron Man. He wanted to do everything that the Iron Man was doing, such that he forgot that he had great abilities and super abilities. And you know what? All this time, this man knew that my strength, my power is in my suit. Everything that I do, is in my sword. And he say, what can I do without a suit? I'm nothing without a sword. But you know what? This truth comes to all of us. If you are nothing without the sword, then you don't need to have it. You know that we all have a suit. Something that gives us so much strength and so much pleasure. And the danger is if that is an outside appearance or something that can be taken away, if it is taken away from you, then you are as good as done. Maybe your suit could be clothes, not clothes. When you put on these clothes, that's when you feel like you are a very important person. Maybe it's when you look in the mirror and like, I am so beautiful in appearance. My appearance surpasses everyone. Suppose that was taken away from you, what would you be left with? Maybe it's in the skills. Maybe it's in the firm that we have. I am so popular. I am like a super doll. I am known worldwide. And suppose that was taken away. What would be left of you? Is it money? Maybe others, they have academic qualifications. They're like, ah, I've got these papers. That's what makes me important. Suppose they were burned. Suppose they were taken away. What would be left of you? Iron Man told Spider-Man that if you are nothing without the suit, then you don't need to have it. 
You know what? We have to imitate Jesus inside out. Our strength, our identity has to come from the inside. In, in, in Colossians, uh, the Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Look at what the Bible says. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory. You know, one thing that the Bible is saying here, the glory that a believer has is not because they have the name, the name of Jesus. The glory that a believer has is not because they have uh, a name as Christian. But the glory that a believer has is what is in them. What is in a believer? Christ. The Bible says Christ in us, the hope of glory. The, the glory that we manifest as Christian is a manifestation of what is inside of us. When you open up your heart and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he comes and becomes resident in your heart. The Bible says that when you open up your heart, I and my Father will come and make our tabernacle inside of you. So we will live in you and you become the temple of the living God. So when you walk and people call you Christian, it's not because you go to church, but it's because Christ is resident in you. So we are more than a suit. We are more than a name. If your Christianity is dependent on the people that knows you, if your Christianity is dependent on the name that you carry, what will happen if you go to a place where you are not known? That's why we see many people, they are holy on Sunday when they come to church, but when they live to, when God, they're in their communities, they misrepresent Jesus. When they mingle with people who do not know them, they begin to misrepresent Jesus because it's just dependent on the soul. But if Jesus is in you, you begin to experience the total transformation. Paul says, put that old man to death. Kill and suppress that old man in us. You know, inside of us, there's this nature of sin that we are born with, that we grow with. The Bible calls it that the sin of inheritance. The Bible says everyone that is born of flesh is born of sin because of the sin of Adam and Eve that has been passed on to generation and generation. But those who belong to Christ, who are born of the spirit and the word, they become super people. They, become, they are forgiven. They are transformed. Christ has made them to become sons and daughters of God. We belong to God. We are more than a suit. We are more than what we win. David also puts it this way. He says that others trust in chariots. You know, that's a suit. If you are not more than the name Christianity, then you don't need to be called one. Then you don't need to be called one. But Christ has to be raised. We have to imitate Jesus inside out. Let Christ begin to form inside of you. Our identity does not lie in material possession, in fame, in education, in beauty, in clothes, and everything. Because those things can be taken away any moment. But we have a gift. We have a precious life inside of us that cannot be taken away. The Bible says we are written with the handwriting of blood. The blood of Jesus has washed us and has turned us, transformed us, and made us to become sons and the daughters of God. Am I more than what the world has famed, as strength, and super, and as great? 
the Bible says to the Philippians that let Christ begin to form inside of you. Every day, let Christ begin to form inside of you. Inside of you. If the source of our strength is in, what, is in the outside appearance, if those things were taken away from us, we will remain without. Times will come. Storms will come. The fire will come. And Christ has promised us, he says, the Bible says in Isaiah 45 that the fire will come. But in the fire, I will be with you. I know you by name. Before you were born, I knew you. I called you by name that you are mine. But if your strength, if your identity is in what you possess, what happens when bad time comes? When wind comes? When storm comes? Are you going to stand strong? Are you going to keep up your faith? Or are you going to fall suit to the world's strength? But if you are more than the outside appearance, than what the world term as self-secure, then you are in for trouble. But if you know your identity is in Christ, you know that Jesus is forming inside of me. Every day, every day and time, Jesus is forming up inside of me. Then you will sing and rejoice, for you know that Christ in me, the hope of glory. The hope of glory. The hope of glory. I want to tell you that Christianity is more than just a title. Christianity is life, the life of Jesus. Christianity is more than a title. We have to imitate Jesus. If all you have is just a name as a Christian, your character does not imitate Jesus. If your lifestyle does not imitate Jesus, if all you do is wanting to become like that one, like that one, like that one, like the Spider-Man, he told Tornstock, the Iron Man, that I wanted to become like you. I'm just doing everything that you can do. Then he says, you don't need to become like me. You are unique. I want to tell you that you do not need to become like that person. You do not need to become like anybody else. We all need to become like Jesus Christ. We need to become like him. Our strength, our pride comes from knowing that Jesus resides in me comes from knowing that Jesus is forming inside of me. Because if we look at what people have done and what should we, I should have, what I should possess, I tell you the truth that you begin to work always so hard to level up to the standard that people should accept you. But if your identity lies with Jesus Christ, you will rest and blessed assurance and assure that Jesus is in me. Therefore, I have hope for the future. Where is your strength? Where is your identity? Is it in what you do not have? Is it in what people have? Is it in becoming like somebody else? I just want us to look in our lives and just revisit. Christianity is about becoming like Jesus inside out. Inside out. Inside out.
if you are nothing without the soap, then you don't need it. You don't need to have it. I want us just to close our eyes this morning. And just begin to ask Jesus. The Lord, what is it that you want me to become? How do you want me to live? How do you want me to do it? Because the Bible calls us as representatives of Jesus here on earth. We are heroes not to show off, but we are heroes to serve. We are more than conquerors not to conquer our neighbors, but to conquer evil with good. To use our skills and our abilities and what God has given us to win the world back to the Lord. Because we know that our strength is not in ourselves. But it's in the Lord. It's in Jesus. If you do not know Jesus Christ, if you do not have Jesus in your life, in your heart as Lord and Savior. Just know that no matter how hard you try to do, no matter how hard you try to become, how good you want to become. You find yourself dragging. You find yourself struggling. You find yourself having strength in things that may disappoint you. People may disappoint us. Material possessions can be taken away. And everything that promises better can be taken away. But when you have Jesus in your life, you have the eternal life. You are hero for all time. I want to just to give you an opportunity to say something to the Lord. Just open up your spirit and allow him to come and to be resident, resident in your heart. Invite him in your heart and say, God, I need you. I need, we all need God's wisdom. We all need God's direction to use the gifts and the ability God has given to us for his kingdom. That gift in you is not just for you. It's for you and for your neighbor. It's for you to use it to enhance the kingdom of God, to promote the kingdom of God. I just want you to begin to pray in your heart, in your quiet voice, and begin to ask Jesus. To give you, just to show you where to stand, where to be planted, and how best to use. To show you that person maybe you need to invest your life in. To show you that neighbor maybe you need to invite to church. To show you that person maybe you need to walk with. To use those skills, those abilities, that gift God has given you. Because God one day will come and ask us how we used the superpower he has given us. How we used the talents that he has given us. How we used the skills that he has given us. Invite him right now. The Holy Spirit Church is around, is in this place. 
to show us areas, to speak to us, to show us people. Just allow the Holy Spirit to come and strengthen you. Maybe to come and revive that which was dying. Maybe, 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 maybe people are disappointed you. The world and the system and the outside things are disappointed you such that you do not believe in yourself. All you believe in is trying to gain people's approval and you've forgotten becoming who you are. The great man, the great woman that God has called you to become. I want you today just to revisit that and ask the Holy Spirit to come and touch you.